Section 33 of Some Answered Questions by Abdul Baha Abbas. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater. Some Answered Questions by Abdul Baha Abbas. Translated by Laura Clifford Barney. Section 33. 81. Pantheism. Question. How do the Theosophists and the Sufis understand the question of pantheism? Note, literally, the unity of existence. End note. What does it mean, and how nearly does it approximate to the truth? Answer. No that the subject of pantheism is ancient. It is a belief not restricted to the Theosophists and the Sufis. On the contrary, some of the sages of Greece believed in it, like Aristotle, who said, quote, The simple truth is all things, but it is not any one of them. End quote. In this case, simple is the opposite of composed. It is the isolated reality which is purified and sanctified from composition and division, and which resolves itself into innumerable forms. Therefore, real existence is all things, but it is not one of the things. Briefly, the believers in pantheism think that real existence can be compared to the sea and that beings are like the waves of the sea these waves which signify the beings are innumerable forms of that real existence therefore the holy reality is the sea of pre-existence note god and note and the innumerable forms of the creatures are the waves which appear likewise they compare this theory to real unity and the infinitude of numbers the real unity reflects itself in the degrees of infinite numbers for numbers are the repetition of the real unity so the number two is the repetition of one and it is the same with the other numbers one of their proofs is this all beings are things known of god and knowledge without things known does not exist for knowledge is related to that which exists and not to nothingness pure non-existence can have no specification or individualization in the degrees of knowledge therefore the realities of beings which are the things known of God the Most High, have the existence which knowledge has, note, that is, an intellectual existence, end note, since they have the form of the divine knowledge, and they are pre-existent, as the divine knowledge is pre-existent. As knowledge is pre-existent, the things known are equally so, and the individualizations and the specifications of beings which are the pre-existent knowledges of the essence of unity, are the divine knowledge itself. For the realities of the essence of unity 
knowledge and the things known have an absolute unity which is real and established otherwise the essence of unity would become the place of multiple phenomena and the multiplicity of pre-existences note gods and note would become necessary which is absurd so it is proved that the things known constitute knowledge itself and knowledge the essence itself that is to say that the knower the knowledge and the things known are one single reality and if one imagines anything outside of this it necessitates coming back to the multiplicity of pre-existences and to enchainment note that is infinite continuation of causes and effects End note. and pre-existences end by becoming innumerable as the individualization and the specification of beings in the knowledge of god were the essence of unity itself and as there was not any difference between them there was but one veritable unity and all the things known were diffused and included in the reality of the one essence that is to say that according to the mode of simplicity and of unity they constitute the knowledge of god the most high and the essence of the reality when god manifested his glory these individualizations and these specifications of beings which had a virtual existence that is to say which were a form of the divine knowledge found their existence substantiated in the external world and this real existence resolved itself into infinite forms such is the foundation of their argument the theosophists and the sufis are divided into two branches one comprising the mass who simply in the spirit of imitation believe pantheism without comprehending the meaning of their renowned savants for the mass of the sufis believe that the signification of being is general existence taken substantively which is comprehended by the reason and the intelligence that is to say that man comprehends it instead of that this general existence is one of the accidents which penetrate the reality of beings and the qualities of beings are the essence this accidental existence which is dependent on beings is like other properties of things which depend on them it is an accident among accidents and certainly that which is the essence is superior to that which is the accident for the essence is the origin and the accident is the consequence the essence is dependent on itself and the accident is dependent on something else that is to say it needs an essence upon which to depend in this case god would be the consequence of the creature he would have need of it and it would be independent of him for example each time that the isolated elements combine conformably to the divine universal system one being among beings comes into the world that is to say that when certain elements combine a vegetable existence is produced when others combine it is an animal again others combine and they produce different creatures 
in this case the existence of things is the consequence of their reality how could it be that this existence which is an accident among accidents and necessitates another essence upon which it depends should be the pre-existent essence the author of all things but the initiated savants of the theosophists and sufis who have studied this question think there are two categories of existence one is general existence which is understood by the human intelligence this is a phenomenon an accident among accidents and the reality of things is the essence but pantheism does not apply to this general and imaginary existence but only to the veritable existence freed and sanctified from all other interpretation through it all things exist and it is the unity through which all things have come into the world such as matter energy and this general existence which is comprehended by the human mind such is the truth of this question according to the theosophists and the sufis with regard to this theory that all things exist by the unity all are agreed that is to say the philosophers and the prophets but there is a difference between them the prophets say quote, the knowledge of god has no need of the existence of beings but the knowledge of the creature needs the existence of things known if the knowledge of god had need of any other thing then it would be the knowledge of the creature and not that of god for the pre-existent is different from the phenomenal and the phenomenal is opposed to the pre-existent that which we attribute to the creature that is the necessities of the contingent beings we deny for god for purification or sanctification from imperfections is one of his necessary properties so in the phenomenal we see ignorance in the pre-existent we recognize knowledge in the phenomenal we see weakness in the pre-existent we recognize power in the phenomenal we see poverty in the pre-existent we recognize wealth so the phenomenal is the source of imperfections and the pre-existent is the sum of perfections the phenomenal knowledge has need of things known the pre-existent knowledge is independent of their existence so the pre-existence of the specification and of the individualization of beings which are the things known of god the most high does not exist and these divine and perfect attributes are not so understood by the intelligence that we can decide if the divine knowledge has need of things known or not End quote. briefly this is the principal argument of the sufis and if we wished to mention all their proofs and explain their answers it would take a very long time this is their decisive proof and their plain argument at least of the savants of the sufis and the theosophists 
but the question of the real existence by which all things exist that is to say the reality of the essence of unity through which all creatures have come into the world is admitted by everyone the difference resides in that which the sufis say quote, the reality of the things is the manifestation of the real unity end quote. but the prophets say quote, it emanates from the real unity end quote. and great is the difference between manifestation and emanation the appearance in manifestation means that a single thing appears in infinite forms for example the seed which is a single thing possessing the vegetative perfections which it manifests in infinite forms resolving itself into branches leaves flowers and fruits this is called appearance in manifestation whereas in the appearance through emanation this real unity remains and continues in the exaltation of its sanctity but the existence of creatures emanates from it and is not manifested by it it can be compared to the sun from which emanates the light which pours forth on all the creatures but the sun remains in the exaltation of its sanctity it does not descend and it does not resolve itself into luminous forms it does not appear in the substance of things through the specification and the individualization of things the pre-existent does not become the phenomenal independent wealth does not become enchained poverty pure perfection does not become absolute imperfection to recapitulate the sufis admit god and the creature and say that god resolves himself into the infinite forms of the creatures and manifests like the sea which appears in the infinite forms of the waves these phenomenal and imperfect waves are the same thing as the pre-existent sea which is the sum of all the divine perfections the prophets on the contrary believe that there is the world of god the world of the kingdom and the world of creation three things the first emanation from god is the bounty of the kingdom which emanates and is reflected in the reality of the creatures like the light which emanates from the sun and is resplendent in creatures and this bounty which is the light is reflected in infinite forms in the reality of all things and specifies and individualizes itself according to the capacity the worthiness and the intrinsic value of things but the affirmation of the sufis requires that the independent wealth should descend to the degree of poverty that the pre-existent should confine itself to phenomenal forms and that pure power should be restricted to the state of weakness according to the limitations of contingent beings and this is an evident error observe that the reality of man who is the most noble of creatures does not descend to the reality of the animal that the essence of the animal which is endowed with the powers of sensation 
does not abase itself to the degree of the vegetable and that the reality of the vegetable which is the power of growth does not descend to the reality of the mineral briefly the superior reality does not descend nor abase itself to inferior states then how could it be that the universal reality of god which is freed from all descriptions and qualifications notwithstanding its absolute sanctity and purity should resolve itself into the forms of the realities of the creatures which are the source of imperfections this is pure imagination which one cannot conceive on the contrary this holy essence is the sum of the divine perfections and all creatures are favored by the bounty of resplendency through emanation and receive the lights the perfection and the beauty of its kingdom in the same way that all earthly creatures obtain the bounty of the light of the rays of the sun but the sun does not descend and does not abase itself to the favored realities of earthly beings after dinner and considering the lateness of the hour there is no time to explain further salutations be upon you end of section thirty three recording by nicholas james bridgewater recorded in oxford england